You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again. It's the Funkaholics Podcast, and we are jerking the curtain. I believe we're at episode 10, but that's what happens when you when WWE just keeps putting banger after banger after banger. Getting scared. Who is that, Flo? Uh, Come on, Flo. Uh, uh, too much pressure. Just, just tell me. <laughs> Sheamus. Come on, Flo. Wait, he says that? Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time. God, man, I thought you were going to come prepared today. Ah, well. Strike one. Yeah, strike one. Well, <laughs> unlike Flo, the Funkaholics podcast is ready to go. Hi, guys. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today in this episode. So, we got Hater Mike. What up, what up? And we got Flobby Lashley. Hey, what's up, guys? Long time, no fear. <laughs> the Chrome Hater. Formerly known as Chrome Hater. Yeah, are you like Mac? Uh, are you like uh, Zach Ryder? And you're like Zach Ryder's dead. I'm Matt Cardona. Yes, because collecting Funkos suck now. So I just go and talk. <laughs> I forgot he was a Chrome Hater. Yeah, he was a Chrome Hater. I can't be a Chrome Hater. I have a Chrome Pop of a Walking Dead character, so it makes me a liar. Oh, you sold your soul, huh? Hey. Technically, you get a pass, though, because, I mean, you did say that you were going to be a completist of the Walking Dead line. So, I mean, if you're going to be a completist, you got to have that one. You had to. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So, you're still a Chrome hater. Yes. I still despise my Chromes, but you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, unless you want to talk about The Walking Dead, but I know that's not what this no, is all that's about. Not what no, we're, we're not talking for. about that. No. We're, we'll take a pass. Great are you, check. Are you sure? You seem interested in what we were talking earlier. This is a wrestling podcast, Flo. I can mute you. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. Well, with all the, with all the, with all the greatness, and I'm, and I'm talking about The Rock, um, that's been given to us recently like i said there's a lot that we got to talk about guys so we're gonna get into it but um there is something that we do here which is tradition and we are going to cheers Cheers. to another great episode oh yeah yeah flo's gonna shotgun that dr pepper yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Um so guys, first thing that we wanted to talk about is the elimination chamber aftermath. So we're just gonna do a rundown um because this shit was like at fucking four in the morning. I don't know, Mike, did you get up for that shit? I tried. <laughs> I, I I tried, to be honest, and then Peacock went peacock on me. Uh and it crashed, and so I went back to bed. So I waited. I was working in an event, and I was like, you know what? Once it slows down a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and put it on. So I watched. It It wasn't bad. Um, I wasn't overwhelmed. I think the hype didn't meet maybe my standards. I don't know. It felt... It was good all around, but it just felt 
it just it, it felt like it didn't live up to the hype. Maybe that it showed at four in the morning and we're watching it later. I don't know, but no, I agree. I agree. Um, it didn't live live up to the hype at all. You know. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I expected a little bit more, a little bit more um, surprises. I, I, they're just the last premium shows. There hasn't been surprises. Well, so I mean, other than CM Punk, and that was. Yeah, I mean, well, we've been getting like you know small like a, some sprinkles, but I mean they can't be pumping out surprises left and right for every pay-per-view you know what i mean or no, ple's is what they PLEs, call them now yeah. they're not pay-per-views yeah. anymore yeah so but it, I, under, <laughs> I get that you know it can't be one after another but i was just i don't know what i was expecting well no I, I mean i was expecting great matches um there was some where it was a little predictable you know but All in all, I mean, we're seeing where the storylines are going, and we're getting closer to WrestleMania, WrestleMania 40, so. How many days away are we now? Uh, Less than 40. Ooh. (laughs) He's got to finish the story. He's got to finish the story. Cody got to finish his story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, the great one. (laughs) All right, so. in some of the matches that we had in there, like I said, we're not going to cover them. We're just going to go through them. But we had the Kabuki Warriors versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. I was still going for the Kabuki Warriors for this one. I love Candice LeRae and Indy. Um, I know Flo's a big fan of Indy. And, mine. And who else? My boy, Dexty. Nice. Index, Index, right? Yeah. Like Dexter Loomis. Dude, there's a possibility that he might be coming around soon because they've been showing uh, photos of him. And the dude's getting even bigger. Like he's getting fucking cut oh, up. He's jacked. Yeah. So we'll him. we'll see what happens there. But that would definitely be cool to to see Loomis back. And I don't know if you noticed, but when Indy came out in um for her ring interest. <gasps> she did a thumbs up. She gave the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a sign. Index forever. Yeah. Maybe that's Whoa. a sign of things to come. I don't know. We'll see. But the Kabuka Warriors did walk away with their belts. They retained their titles. Whack. Yeah. Why were you going for the Kabuki Warriors? Because they're a great tag team. Gotta and go they, for my girl. And they have a name. A bunch of backstabbers. Yeah. That's what you need with a heel. That's what a heel does. <laughs> Oh, you're all about the heels lately. Your right? favorite wrestler is a heel. Is that true, Mike? <laughs> that, that's his. And you know it. But right now, right now I am Team Bloodline. You're looking for a solo action figure for it right now. <laughs> Don't ladies. worry about what I be doing. <laughs> you traitor. See? This guy I'm talks not... about who do you want to vote the heels? I don't even like the bloodline. Guy's a poser. He's poser Mike today, not hater Mike. I'm hating on you right now. I was just asking a question. Deception Mike. I was just wondering why you were going for the Kabuki Warriors this time and not the times before. I was just a simple question. You didn't have to. Well, I mean, put I was. Me on blast. I was. <laughs> I've always been glad when when I saw that uh, Kari Sane and Asuka came back. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily Asuka, but I mean, when. Kari came back. I knew they were going to bring the Kabuki Warriors back. That, to me, was great. Because, like I said, they have a tag team name. They're great together. 
I just like the way uh, the look, the way they wrestle, everything about them is fantastic right now. And let's be honest, tag teams haven't been the greatest thing in WWE for a very long time. It's been a while. Yeah. So for us to just have something big ups to the women, yeah, carrying because they're carrying it right now. Because I'm I'm getting tired of uh, let's play mix and match. Like I want tag team title names. I don't want Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Like if you're gonna do that, give them a fucking name. I agree. You know what I mean? And have them wrestle for a while. Like, I don't care if they go on their own and wrestle, but make them a tag team. Give them a tag team name. I thought they had a name. I thought they were the way, or is that like their whole group? That was the whole faction. I mean, if it's a faction, that still counts, shouldn't it? You would think so. But, okay, so look who's holding the men's titles is Damian Priest and and Balor, right? Yeah. They're under the Judgment Day, but when they introduce them, yeah, they're introduced individually. Individually. That's kind of dumb. I know. That's what we're saying. I hate it. <laughs> I, I agree with him on that one, 100%. Like, I like them to have a name. You know, they're part of the faction Judgment Day. And maybe do they do come out as Judgment Day. I, I can't remember. Like, they I, I kind of, like, zone them out when because they, they have to go, all rise for the like, you know. Like I tuned that part out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh it's horrible. But I don't know. Hopefully they'll resolve that. Maybe they'll I don't know. There's a lot of tag teams that are coming together, but like I said, I would prefer that they get some type of tag team name and then you wolf know dogs. move on from there. Yeah, like we've got the wolf dogs. That's even, even though one hates it. <laughs> it's Braun Breaker and uh what's his name? And um Baron Corbin. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I I I will like I. Back in the day, I wasn't well. I, we kind of like was a huge fan, or not a huge fan, but we were fans of Baron Corbin because we liked fucking oh yeah Homer. end of days and uh what what's, what was his other fucking move? Um, was it the deep six? Yeah, the deep six fucking dope moves for for Baron Corbin. But when I really started to love Baron Corbin was. The shit that was going down between him and and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, because then Shinsuke took his fucking crown and was driving around with it in town, <laughs> and, like all kinds of stupid shit. But I mean, he made a great storyline. And then down and out, Baron Corbin, where he was like fucking asking Kevin Owens for money. <laughs> bum ass Corbin. Yeah, bum ass Corbin. Uh, so that shit was funny. Good times, good times. Because like Baron would go to fucking Kevin and be like, "Hey man, can you spot me some money?" He's like, "Ah yeah, I got a little bit of money." He has him like three hundred bucks. He's all, "This is all you got? I need like fucking ten thousand dollars. Like, I got bills to pay, man." Grateful <laughs> bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, but this it, it it was a great time, man. If if that Baron Corbin ever comes back, oh dude, I'll be fucking happy again. Uh but so then we had the Grayson Waller effect. We got a big announcement that came from there. Uh, Cody challenged The Rock. Like, we didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's what I was, I was about to say. Was it that big? Yeah. I well, I mean, else. they try to make it like that, but, I mean, you slap a man in the face, of course, he's going to want retaliation, so. Three weeks later? Hey. The Dragon, they're, we're doing storylines here, Mike. They're, they're doing story writings. I don't know. You no, need, I'm, I'm you saying. You need to listen to your tribal chief. But three weeks later? <laughs> like. Your tribal chief. It was building up to that. Well, I know. It was coming eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. They, they yeah, they really didn't. I'm, and it wasn't three weeks. I'm exaggerating. If he would have showed up, though, like on SmackDown or on, on Raw 
and said like, you know, Rock, I'm coming for you or whatever, or you know, you you know, you may think that you slap or whatever. Like for him to call it out, it just made sense that they were gonna do it on the Grayson Waller effect because they needed something for the show. They right. probably didn't have anything else going on. So not. I don't know. We'll see. Then we had Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. We already predicted that one. We knew Nia was going to lose, but Nia did kind of carry Rhea all the way to the end. And big ups, giving her flowers because yeah. she did. She did almost win. Yeah, she did almost win. Uh, the other thing that was impressive was Rhea giving fucking Nia the Riptide. That was my favorite match. Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Uh, then we had we were talking about tag teams. We got Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Pete Dunn literally looked like he snapped fucking Finn Balor's thumb off, and there was it was the, he was bleeding. Yeah. Like it was it started to bleed. I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what happened?" So that was that was an interesting and see, and that's another one. Like they got Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate together, two phenomenal wrestlers, both of them from NXT. They don't have a fucking tag team name. Just no, two separate guys that were like on the names. Well, the, yeah, that were matched well, up. At least they got. A theme song now. They didn't come out individually. Yeah. So, baby steps, I guess. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, I think creative is good enough to where they can come up with names for these guys. Or shit, just leave it up to the wrestlers. Be like, hey, you guys come up with a tag team name. If it works, we're going to run it. Leave it at that. That's what these guys get paid for. Uh, then we had Becky Lynch versus Bianca, uh, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, Raquel Rodriguez. Um, and this is the women's elimination ma- uh, elimination chamber match. So, wasn't happy. <laughs> we, I was disappointed. Yeah. And why? Why were you guys disappointed? Because I'm, my girl didn't win. Who? It was, it was Liv's time to shine. She's well, my girl. Stop right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And then shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Not yours, but I'm in her Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just tired of the man. We got a couple haters. <laughs> I could go all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired of the man. I'm just. I'm just tired of that. Yeah, that gimmick has been beat to death, and then now it's not working because The Rock's back, and she's been using a lot of The Rock shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and it, it, it doesn't work for her. Yeah. And it, it we'll talk about that when we come to Monday. So, yeah. I just, I was, I mean, we, 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 we picked who we thought was going to win. Yeah. You went with the safe pick. Bianca. No, you picked Becky, didn't you? No. I said she was going to win, but I'm going to go with Bianca. Because <laughs> we know she was going to win Yeah I didn't really want her to win though I mean I I don't know Well we'll see I I don't even Well we'll talk about it on We'll talk about it for Raw But Obviously guys You already know who won Becky Lynch But the one thing that I'm That, uh, that I am going to say is Tiffy time Has shown up TikTok TikTok Jesus Flipping Christ dude this chick got the living shit beat out of her, but dude, did she not put on a fucking show? She put on a show. Like I have mad respect for her right yeah. now. 
So Tiffany Stratton belongs. Like, for someone to pick up that quick and just to come in and then already be put into a pay-per-view on the big on, uh, under the big lights, bravo. And her promos are not half bad either. They're not. I mean, she's slapping the shit out of everybody, which is fucking phenomenal. It's great. You know what I mean? The other one that I want to talk about, too, is Raquel Rodriguez. So we now know why Raquel was gone for so long. She's going through some type of allergic skin disorder. Um, I fucking completely felt bad for this girl. I was cheering for her. Because now that, I mean, not that she has this behind her, but I mean, it's part of her storyline now. But I want to see this chick fucking get pushed up there. I want to see her get something strapped around her, or I want her to get another opportunity because for to see what she was going through, and I sent it to you, Flo. Yeah. Um, it was heartbreaking, huh? Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Just seeing that stuff. And she still has that smile. I was like... Yeah, my full support. Right. And I like, honestly, I thought she like deserved a belt and stuff like that. And she does because she's like a kick-ass athlete. And just seeing that just is sad. But I'm like a big fan of hers for now. Definitely. I mean, how can you not fall in love with exactly. her story and everything and what she's going through right now? So we'll see what happens there. Um, it sounds like she's gotten results or they've figured out what's going on with her. But the next step sounds like how they're going to fix this. So they know what's going they they know what it is, but they have to figure out some type of treatment for her. So I just I I, I found it like I found it heartwarming and I found it so cool that she made it because the poor thing even got hit with an allergic reaction when she got out there to Australia. So she was doing fine. And then when she got out to Australia, she got hit again. And you could know you could see it. I mean, they shout out to the WWE makeup artists. They did a phenomenal job, but you could still see the puffiness like under her eyes. And it has to hurt. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she looked miserable in some of those photos that she posted. But I mean, for her to share that with everyone and do that and see, that's another great thing about wrestling, dude, about WWE. There's real life stories that are being shared here, too. And. That's probably why they have so many fans and so many people to relate is because the fact that you can relate. There's probably a bunch of people out there in the world, too, that have what Raquel has right now. Right. And now, you know what I mean? Like Raquel can either, you know, show some comfort or, you know, just let people know like, hey, I'm a WWE superstar. You're not alone. You know, like I said, we'll see where it goes. I'm I'm hoping WWE kind of puts this in line for her because I think it would be a phenomenal fucking story to put along with it. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see what happens. But I hope um, that that they get this fixed for her soon because she's, I mean, she's she's awesome. She's, she really is. Uh, last but not least, we have Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. We are talking the men's elimination chamber match. I thought this one was great. Agreed. I um, Second best match of the night. I will be 100% honest and say that there was a part of me where I was almost going to break my fucking screen that I had just bought. 
because I thought Logan Paul was going to fucking win. They he, presented it like that. Agreed. Yeah, 100. I thought so, too. I was like, they're going to let this idiot win. I know. I don't think they're that dumb to let him win. <laughs> I don't know, they dude. Done stu- <laughs> yeah, even I though, don't know. Even though I love my prime, I'm not going to let don't that Don't you say that in public again. <laughs> we're, we're, we have to hang with you. Like, well, don't do that. If you're going to hang with me, you got to drink some prime. No, drink uh, prime! You just made the list! God That's damn it! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I take back what I said. <laughs> Fuck prime. God but damn it, man. My, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite part of this match is when KO wouldn't let Logan out, out of his chamber and just whooped the crap out of him. Oh, just when he locked him the in the there? The shit out of him. Yeah. Oh, dude, when uh, it, there was, it was awesome when Kevin Owens was waiting for him and fucking staring him down and slamming his head against the fucking... <laughs> dude, KO's great. Like, I mean, he's fucking entertaining. And... You almost get the feeling like he kind of really does hate Logan Paul. I, I, think, I would say yes. <laughs> so now, so so we 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 know who won. Drew McIntyre, you know, gets away with the win. Opportunist. Yeah, he's got a fucking four leaf clover in his fucking jock strap. But Logan Paul with the assist. Who would have thought that would have that would have came? And now, do we have a storyline between Logan Paul and Randy Orton? Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah? You want that? I want him to catch another RKO. <laughs> as long as he just for prime. shit and giggles. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm in all You're favor. on the list already. You well, did make the list, Flo. But Randy Orton as champion. Whoa. <laughs> that took me off the list? Yeah, kind no. of. Anyways. <laughs> Maybe. But not a yeah. No yeah. Uh, no yeet. No yeet on that one. <laughs> um, so guys, give me your so give me your MVPs of uh, of elimination chamber. Can only have one, male or female. Can I? I have to have one because no, that's all you get, they, Mike. They, they both stole the show. Yeah, that was gonna be mine. Really. That was the best match. She, if she held up to the hype. Yeah, I disagree. I'm, I'm a huge Rhea <laughs> Ripley fan, so and I saw that she won. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's my MVP because I'm a huge simp. You know what? You could have Liv. I'll keep her. We're fine. I drank a beer. I drank another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Five beers. Six beers. Seven beers, eight beers, nine beers. That's how many beers I would need to agree with you, Mike. Flo agrees with me. <laughs> hey, I'm the special guest, so I get to say whatever I want. Who's your MVP? You're my MVP. Tiffany Stratton. She stole the whole fucking show. And the women's elimination chamber was better than the whole thing. It was good. It was, I don't know, I wouldn't say better. But it was good. It wasn't. Good. You can't let Becky Lynch's win That's what, yes. take away what it, it, all it, of them did. It it erases everything for me. Everything. I would have been happy if if Tiffy time won. Other than anybody but Becky, it was that was so predictable. It was like so now going into they might as well had Rhea go first. 
me and Nia go first because now that we knew Becky won, it had to be Rhea's win. That ruined everything for me. For me. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But, I mean, you can't take away what happened. No, not, I'm not. I'm not. Dude, Bia- she, she balled out. Bianca locking Tiffany in the fucking chamber and doing all that shit. And then the fucking, the way they were knocking the shit out of each other. The way they were being, everybody was fucking teeing off on Tiffany. Yeah, they were. That was like her initiation into the female she, fucking locker room. She got raked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I know that. And I and I'm don't disagree with you. But the fact that Becky won kind of just made it, it, it tainted, put an asterisk on it, if you will, what happened. Yeah. Because cause Tiff, she balled out. She she did her thing. She was doing cartwheels with Naomi. I was like, you know, they, she, she did steal the show as far as the elimination chamber goes with women. If nobody was a fan of her, they became a fan of her that day. I'm a fan. Like, I, I agree with you. I'm a fan. But the fact that Becky won, I can't say, I can't give that to her. Yeah. Um. I mean that that's that's WWE for you. I mean they're always gonna do shit that we don't that we don't like, right? That we disagree with. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, another one, uh, just so Flo, who 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 are you gonna go with for your MVP? Uh, it was Rhea Ripley as well. Rhea Ripley, okay. Uh, on the Grayson Waller effect, we got to see our boy Town down. <laughs> Get stomped down. Get stomped. Um, and that was also another big announcement is Seth Rollins, the architect, the visionary, visionary, the revolutionary, revolutionary Seth freaking Rollins is back. He's been cleared. So that was fucking phenomenal news. That is something that I want to talk about that we'll get into, but I do want to say Shout out to, I was never a fan of a, Mr. A-Town Down. We're talking about Austin Theory. I am a fan of him now for him telling off that fucking British or Australian reporter. Yeah. So this Australian reporter fucking first came off uh, to Austin Theory and was like, so wrestling's fake. And then fucking Austin Theory cut him right there and just fucking ripped him a new one. And laugh. So he said, "I'll bravo. show you how fake it is. I'll I'll beat the shit out of you right now. To yeah. Show you how fake it is." <laughs> so that was that was fucking legit. Uh, very happy with that one. We didn't get anything afterwards. It wasn't any. You know, there wasn't really any surprise or anything like that. Other than I would say probably the biggest surprise was uh, Logan Paul giving Drew McIntyre the assist, and then dude, Drew McIntyre is running it. You know what I mean? Irregardless of how he wins. He's still fucking... He's still, it. Win's a win. Yeah, he's still running it. So that's going to carry us into Raw. Um, Raw, we had... It, was, it wasn't It was bad. It was pretty good. Wasn't too bad. Um, we, we got a few... We got a few surprises. We had a few things going on. Um, so, real quick... Before we jump into Raw, is there any new storylines that you guys noticed that were developing? Well, on Friday, before Elimination Chamber, Grayson Waller gets called into a meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was only for his ears. 
So there's that. Well, he's promoting Bloodline. Yes, because that, he that made that to... he made that very apparent on the Grayson Waller effect. So that leads us into Monday. Um, the fact Logan decided he was going to use the Braxton Knucks on Randy. Yeah, so we talked about that. We've got the storyline with Randy and Logan. AJ Styles breaking in, and I fucking told you that he was going to do that. I told you. I said, what better way? To take shit away from LA Knight than right when he's getting close to winning the fucking match. <laughs> you did. You did. You, you, I don't remember if it was. So. It was on here. Was it on there? Yes, it was. Okay. So you did. I was going to give you your flowers and say if it wasn't, there wasn't, you did. He did. And so there's that storyline there. Yep. Um. Bianca Belair and Tiffy time? Yeah. There's definitely something there starting. I think Tiffany's got a fucking long list of chicks that... <laughs> yeah, she has. She, she's created... Um, she's She created enemies right away. Yeah. Um, Let's jump into Monday. So, on Monday Night Raw, we started out with Cody, right? Or no, Cody was the main event because Cody was wrestling... Not Drew. Who's he wrestling? Grayson Waller. Oh, yeah, that's right. Grayson Waller. Because he's felt disrespected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that said, I just want to get straight into it. So I know, Drew, we're not going to go down the whole list of all the matches that were on Raw. But I want to do the takeaways. Uh, one of the takeaways, and I'll let you guys kind of go through it and talk about it, but our truth shows up again. <laughs> he's <my> idol. <laughs> oh, he's, he's classic. What, right? did, what did you guys think of our truth showing up? And Which time? <laughs> uh, the main one. And I'm talking about Regeneration X. Regeneration <laughs> He's calling, what's his name, Shawn Michaels? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. And then he's calling, uh, no, no, he's, so he's calling Tommaso Ciampa Triple H and he's calling Johnny Gargano HBK. <laughs> and HBK, he's calling Gargano. Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Yeah, this dude's a this dude's a trip, man. But it's been it's been really good. It's been so there there's been a lot going on. There's been a lot happening. I think the idea of Regeneration X would be fucking phenomenal. I would love to see that. Absolutely love to see that. I would. I I think I think that would be great. The man's DIY and our truth. Oh, dude, I'll sign up for that all day. Sign up for that all fucking day. Because he's the Miz and he's awesome. (laughs) He came to play. Yeah. He should have been Johnny Cage, by the way. But I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) Oh, man. But so some of the other things that I wanted to talk about. So one of the things that. 
obviously that we're talking about here is Mr. Cody Rhodes because he is our next Hulk Hogan. I'm getting a little stressed. Um, we've talked about storylines. We've talked about where this thing is going. We're talking about Cody finishing the story. We want it to happen at WrestleMania. It has to happen at WrestleMania. Now we're getting some type of feeling that Cody could be wrestling Saturday and Sunday. He's going to wrestle The Rock Saturday. He's going to wrestle Roman Sunday. Two for one special. If Cody were to pull that off, then I don't know how the fuck you would be able to beat him in the future unless the whole WWE roster turns on him. It's the only way that I could see it. Now, here's my question. Fire away. Seth Rollins has been very buddy-buddy with Cody. He's even offered the shield. Flo, you watched wrestling around the time of the shield, right? Yes. What was one of the things that Seth did that fucking shook the wrestling world by storm? He stabbed us in the back. So how is he going to be offering something he destroyed? That's the thing, Mike. Oh, I think I know where you're getting at with this. Seth Rollins is going to turn on Cody. You think so? It's not that far. I could kind of see it, but it's like, I don't know with him. He's kind of like a, like good at masterminding and just being like, am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Well, you don't know. I'm Seth Rollins. Cerebral assassin? Ish. No. So. So, okay. Let's, let's draw it out. Here's why I'm thinking this. Okay. Who was Seth boys with? Ambrose and uh, Reigns. My bad. There you go. Okay. Okay. That was a long time ago. There's still a brotherhood. Those are brothers. Shield. Those are brothers. Ambrose ain't coming back. Well, of course not. But Roman and Seth, those are brothers right there. Roman even talks to him like he's a brother. And he even says it in some of his promos. Right? Call him little brother of the crown. There you go. Where's his wife's clothes? So and vice versa. And his and his wife's shoes. So <laughs> you have that. Has Seth ever beaten Cody? No. No. Guys ass kicked three times. So what better way to fucking get back at somebody? But he hates the rock. He do- Does so he? You fast forward to you fast forward to him and Drew talking. Drew calls him out. Not calls him out, but calls him into the ring to talk. And tells him you need to back off. And he doesn't yeah, want to. Yeah, because Drew wants to get the strap. But he, Drew's willing to take the strap no matter what. Yeah, but he... Obviously, we're seeing that. He's yeah. winning by default. But he was like, oh, I want a clean match. They're going to interfere. Does he? We know he doesn't. <laughs> but... Rollins is walking out saying, we got to fight. We have to fight. We have to fight. Is he just a good salesman? That's the thing about, you don't know what he could do. Formerly known as the architect. All he knows that. All the writing there makes sense. 
Flo knew exactly what I was talking about the moment that I dropped it. Yeah, it made me cry. <laughs> I was like, how could you? And he showed up to Albuquerque. I was like, I hate you. You're not the shield. You're nothing. You're a loser. So what if there's like a bigger lining? What if... Is he's going to join the bloodline? What if The Rock is the one that's fucking calling all these shots? Or Triple H? We've seen it before where a lot of these wrestlers, The Rock is guilty. The Rock fucking... He became the... The... What was it? The the corporate... The corporate champ. And he fucking joined lines with fucking Vince McMahon and, and the whole McMahon family. True. We've seen Triple H do it. We've seen people join Triple H and Stephanie McMahon when shit was going down. Seth Rollins was one of the main ones. Oh, and they made the authority. There you go. Yeah, that was their... Uh... That was their golden boy in those ages. It was horrible. They took my boy Kane from Team Hell No and Now it's starting to make sense. Fuck. I, I, I don't want it to happen. See? No. Because I'm not sure if y'all know, but I hate The Rock. I'm sorry. I've never been a fan. Never will be a fan. And for Seth, because I'm not really a big fan either, but until he stood what, up for it. Let me ask you this. What if The Rock and Norman Reedus do a movie together? You can't do that. You can't do that. I'll, I'll, you just ruined his night. You know that, right? I'll just skip the parts that have him in and just skip to Norman. If not, if not, I'm going to have to be like the eye doctor where I just cover where his side is. I was like, I don't see you. Nope, nope. I don't see you. Who's talking to you? I don't know who it is. Oh, like, it's not what Norman's cooking. But, not but I mean, so that's the amazing thing about WWE right now, Mike. You're over there ready to fucking fall out of your chair out of frustration. But the way WWE, the way that WWE has wrote everything for us, we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. No, because you your your wheels are spinning and you're throwing monkey wrench after monkey wrench after monkey wrench and everything that's going on. And I'm you're scared. you're right, you're right. But yeah. as everything keeps developing and we start getting closer to WrestleMania, different things start unfolding. And then you look at it and you're like, Is it possible? Yeah, because they can't have Jimmy and Solo keep coming out there. That storyline's getting old. We need some True. other interference. That's why I'm looking at you like you're, you might be right. How fucked up would that be, though? <laughs> if that happens, honestly, I think I would stop watching wrestling. <laughs> I will be done. I'm, I call it on everything. I was like, I can't do this no more. This is on so, record right now. So here's the other thing, though, because we've been arguing about this, right? Cody gets the strap, then what? We've been saying that for a long time, right? Right. I'm still Do we want Cody to finish the story? Not right now. Uh, I, I honestly want to say yes. It's already built up to the point where it's like he has to at this point. And they hype it up so much where it's like he has to beat that guy. And then it See, goes, that's where I'm at, too. True. And then what? And then what? Well, damn. I don't know. <laughs> that's my point. Well, he just got the story. Then he'll come up with another chapter. So you got to let it like settle, man. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. Well, I mean, I've given a lot of ideas on things that can happen. WWE's already teasing to us that they're doing something like that. Who did Cody wrestle on Raw? Grayson Waller. So that tells us that Cody could go down the line where he's starting to wrestle some of the NXT come-ups. Like an open challenge? 
yeah, almost like, well, not necessarily because he's going to be, I mean, if everything goes the way that it should be and they fucking put the strap on him, he's going to be the universal champion. So that means Cody can jump from Raw to SmackDown, right? He can even go to NXT if he fucking feels, if he's feeling froggy. There's a lot, there's a lot more talent. There's a lot more opportunities out there, but right now, I think what everyone is afraid of is we've been on this collision course for fucking like two years now since Cody joined and everybody has been pinning him to Roman to be the one to defeat Roman. So once that, once that happens and it's done, so like I was saying, I don't think if they put the strap on Cody, they need to put an asterisk on it. Why is that? Because it needs to be so that Roman can find his way back to Cody and we can get that trilogy. There has to be a trilogy between these two. Has to be. What did we what did we grow up with? Trilogies. Rivalries and trilogies. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. But th- Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior, Sergeant Slaughter. Is it on that level? Is Cody and Roman? Yeah. Is yeah. it on that level? It's on that kind the, of hype. Yeah. These guys are generational Mount Rushmore. Is it because of their family lineage? Well, the lineage is a great thing right now. Well, I mean, they've been telling us a, a they've been telling us a bloodline story for fucking ever. Right, right. And uh, so take Roman out of it. And it's coming off like I'm a Cody hater and I'm not. Better not. Shut up. Um, (laughs) What do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) What do you want to talk about? No, I'm not. And I agree with you that he's the next Hulk Hogan. For some for some reason, I agree with you, and I I don't know why. What makes him? And I'm generally asking, and if and please let me know in the comments, you know, let me know what makes him the next Hogan. Why him? Why does that make him the next warrior? Or, That's or, Dusty Rhodes' son. And <laughs> everybody's loving Cody right now. I, dude. I Everything that he's doing, WWE has put him as the face. Which is the exact same shit that Hulk Hogan went through. What was Hulk Hogan's gimmick? Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, right? Hulkamaniacs, all that shit. So the Cody Crybabies is the new thing. Cody Crybabies is the new thing. But, dude, Cody is at the pressers. Triple H fucking blew him up and was talking about him, saying that this dude is here for the long run. Cody's contract says that it's that that this dude's pretty much going to be the face. Everybody's he's he's very American. The one of the main reasons I love Cody so much is he's walking around with Pharaoh. I love dogs. This guy's this guy is putting his dog in front of everyone. And his dog's deaf by the way. So that's another great thing about Cody. He is very Hulk Hogan-ish for this generation. He's likable. Yeah. I love, I Dude, love look at it. I mean, the, everything that he has just stands out to you. So, I guess, so, 
Because his dad obviously wasn't likable to most people. No, his dad was loved by a lot of people. A lot. But some, the powers that be didn't like him. Well, they he never got he, he never got his opportunity or he never got his and like he it, never got his title with the big show, which is WWE. Right. Because Vince McMahon never let him have that. Yeah, that's what I mean. The powers that be held him back. Yeah, his his brother's the same way. Well, no, Goldust got. I see. Maybe I don't think uh, he I, never got the he never got the he never got the big guard. Yeah, he never I, got the heavyweight title. I thought I missed my boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what makes him? Is it we we missed the boat with your dad and your brother? We owe you. So we're going to hype you up? Well, technically, that's what they're doing with the Samoans right now, aren't they? They didn't miss the boat. Rock had it. No. The Rock wasn't con- The Rock wasn't considered like a big Samoan, dude. Nobody knew Rock as a Samoan. They do. Well, yeah, because his dad was black. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I smelt what you're cooking. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> But but in reality though he did have it. So who do they miss? The Samoans are on a whole new fucking level right now, or the Polynesians. That's I guess that's like what Michael Cole was referencing to him. Yeah, but right. I mean, dude, they. So if you watch, if you watch, uh, Young Rock, a lot of that shit started with them and and the Rock's grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, so Vince McMahon was working with them at that time, but they never got that fucking boost the way they are right now with Roman and the Usos and Solo, and then now there's rumors that Rikishi might be coming back. There's all kinds of shit going on where they're fucking putting them on a on a pedestal. Except for Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah, I mean, except for Nia Jax, but, I mean, they know they could... That story, that that story, dude, could switch to the following week, and then all of a sudden they can meet up with her and be like, "What's up, cuz?" or you know, "Cousin," whatever. They can interfere. Yeah. So I'm no, I'm just generally asking you. I'm not debating. It's not a debate. It's um, I'm asking you, what makes him different than his dad or his brother? Oh, dude. Well, Cody's bigger than both of them. Okay, that's where that's where I wanted your opinion. Now he is, but before when he was Stardust, people could give two shits about him. I love Stardust. You love Stardust? Oh yeah, <laughs> I do. I really did. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. No. Like he's like even then he was likable. Yeah, yeah. And so, but I mean, is that, he's what, not, is, is he, that what it is? He's is, not where he is today. No, but is that where what it is? Is that he is likable? He's like you said, he has a dog who he probably got from. Fostered, right? It wasn't, you know, he didn't go to a puppy mill or he probably got this dog because it was the right thing to do. Like, he's just a likable guy. You just love everything about him. Right. He's doing all the right things. He's doing all the right things. He can't miss. Freaking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And uh, that hurt saying that. <laughs> why did you do that? It hurt me too. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Like, like he can't miss. And... And I I agree with you when I see what you're saying. Like, you know, as I said, it may come off like, I don't want him to finish the story. I just want to, like, then what? Like, then what are they going to do with him? 
Like you, you created this monster. He's he's bigger than life. And even for a while, Hogan got stale. Right? There was only so many times he could pick up Andre the Giant. It was only so. Well, he he did. That's why we saw Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Right. So like they had to change him to keep him relevant. You can't make him a hill. It would just crumble everything. I mean, I would love it. I would love it. But these, like, if he turned on the the people, like it would, it would crumble his. But that would be that would be far that would be far down. I mean, it wouldn't be. They there's, dude. We even said in a past episode. WWE's probably already written shit for 2032-2040. These wrestlers could get injured too. Then, you know what I mean? Shit has to change and they have to make adjustments. The way Cody's wrestling, he's like Seth Rollins and what happens? You ride a wrestler hard, what they break down. <laughs> they break down. So, I I was just generally asking you like how so, your opinion on what makes him him? Like, why is he... He is perfect for this generation. He's checking all the boxes. I agree. And the way that WWE is selling him and everything that he's doing. Dude, he's one of the ones, the last ones to fucking leave. Signing autographs. Doing all these things. Recognizing fucking fans. Like, doing all this fucking shit. Days after shows. He's announcing fucking babies at the end of matches. (laughs) It's a boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like this dude can't miss. He's literally like the fucking he's Hulk Hogan of WWE right now. I just I just want your genuine opinion. So they're gonna need an Andre the Giant to rip the cross off of his chest. They're gonna need uh Sergeant Slaughter that was American that fucking turned bad and went Iraqi. They're gonna need uh who who else? Uh, uh Ultimate Warrior. An Ultimate Warrior. You know what I mean? They're gonna need a macho man. All these things are gonna come up to put in front of Cody so that they can continue building all this. Who's his piper though? Who's his pipe? We could we could sit there and say, okay, this is his giant. Right now Roman's his giant. Yeah, Roman's probably his giant. You know, Rollins is going to be his warrior. Possibly. Possibly. Who's his Well, I don't know, though. So, I think for in order for them to continue the story between him and Seth, either it's going to be a friendship or, like we said, Seth turns on him because then that would kind of reset. Make him his macho man. All the three losses, you know what I mean, that he had against him. But, I mean... I he CM Punk is still floating out there. Whether he decides to fucking get his thumb out of his ass and actually lift a weight is beyond us. You know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, if the dude can start exercising and put some longevity he together, to say his prayers. He, yeah, exactly, <laughs> brother. Brother, <laughs> he could just go home. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where I would be too. But I mean. That's another one that can go fucking toe-to-toe with Cody on the mic. That's the other thing, dude. When Cody's on the mic, he's at another fucking level. 
He's pretty good. He's rock status. Uh, no, he is. That's a that's a a, a huge feat because the rock is the rock is phenomenal. The rock is baby Jesus on the mic, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, but Cody's just right there with him. Yeah, if Cody's you think about a lot of the shit that Cody says and the way that you follow, and if you listen to him and follow everything that he's saying, he's right in line with him, dude. Yeah. Or, 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 Granted, I, he can't talk like the Attitude Era, but I mean, he's pretty fucking close. And then next year, when they're on Netflix, we'll, we'll see that. I believe Cody can fucking do it. There's another wrestler that we've been talking about that we're waiting to get there, MJF. MJF was part of the fucking Nightmare Factory. What better story to have than one of your own fucking students try to come at you? So there's a lot of then what's. Hello? <laughs> uh, honestly, like, now that you brought that up with the now then what after the story, I'm like, oh, kind of has a point. I'm just the thing where I was like, just win. Just win. I'm tired of the bloodline. And that's just me, honestly. Other than that, I was like, I don't know what could happen, but anything can happen. So Why are you tired of it? It's so great. It's because they don't, like, I'm one of those people that gets salty where it's like, oh, yeah, they're going to win. But then they go and their freaking cousins go and just go and beat the shit. I was like, hey, I win correctly. Don't freaking cheat. Bullshit. (laughs) Flo doesn't like letdowns, though. Like, Flo does fall into the hype. He He will get there. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to see this happen. And then when it doesn't, yeah. Good thing you're not a cowboy fan. <laughs> that was like my ex-girlfriend's. <laughs> oh, he's a Buffalo fan. So yeah. Same yeah. difference. Yeah, that's, yeah, no. I'm he, tired of disappointment. <laughs> I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> okay, okay. So, there's, I mean, there, like I said, there is a lot of things, dude. But, I mean, you know, you, you got to read. The WWE tea leaves, Mike, that they're putting in front of you. The tea leaves the are tea leaves. scattered everywhere right now. <laughs> but Literally scattered. Since The Rock has come back, it's they're literally scattered the tea leaves. It's unpredictable. And, and But that's what's great, though, because we can predict it. So we're thinking, we're drawing up our own stories because that creates conversation and keeps WWE in the map. If, if if it was predictable like it used to be, we're not having these conversations. I, I see people on Instagram, TikTok. All this is so... Pre- you, you're throwing darts. Yeah. And you're, getting, you're getting lucky. The sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Like, they, you got lucky. Now, like, we knew... Like, we knew Becky was going to win. That was... That was predictable. Yeah. Well, I mean... It, Sadly. They were already... Pushing that. Well, no, they were already showing Rhea with the fucking title in the WrestleMania 40 fucking logo. If you really want to keep people from guessing what's going to happen, then you don't fucking put that shit out there. You just give them the fucking WrestleMania 40 logo, and then you give them possible matches that are going to happen. I mean, Rhea's star is so bright right now. You can't. You can't. But that's where you need some of these females to fucking really step it up and be like, and make WWE say, you know what? Maybe it is time for a title change. Right? Right. Tiffany but, Stratton's fucking... Well, there we go. I wasn't on Talking that, about an example. I wasn't on that, but she changed my mind. I thought she was just going to be a little annoying chihuahua. A lot of these girls need... So, obviously... 
a lot of the females have had to step up recently because we've lost a lot of females. Charlotte was the first one to go down with an ACL injury. Then we had Shotzi. We've got all these injuries that are coming to the females. So what happens? You got to start. You got to start. You know, these girls have to look at it and be like, hey, I, I have an opportunity now to shine because these girls are going to be gone away, gone for nine fucking months, ten months. So let me ask you this. And I, and this is, if Becky Lynch came, changed her character, would you be okay with her? Yeah. If the old Becky Lynch came back, I'd absolutely jump all over that. So you're not down with the new kids on the block, Becky Lynch, coming out with the hat backwards and baggy jeans like it's 95. No. Because she's still the man. She's still doing the man gimmick. I prefer the last kicker, the old school. Thank you. Like if I, she showed up like that, remember like when we used to, when we would watch some of the pay per views and she'd come out with like those warrior like fucking crazy hairdos and shit, and like those weird goggles and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah no, she was badass. Yeah, she was cool. I I love Becky the Lynch and all that stuff, but the whole man thing, it's got to go. Yeah, the man gimmick is the is it's, the issue. It's the issue. So we're all, we all and agree. that's what I was saying. You can't have her and then have the Rock fucking cutting similar type of fucking. Finally, what did she say? Finally, the man has returned, returned to, to whatever city they're yeah, in. Yeah, whatever city they're in. And it's just, it doesn't roll or right. She, or she tries saying, finally, the man has come around. It's either way she slices it up. It's the same fucking thing. Her, her fucking finisher is literally like the rocks. The Becky bottom rock bottom. Yeah. The man slam is what they call it. No, that's a whack slam. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That's Would what I'm you, saying. You like, like, I like, so Monday, I loved how Rhea roasted her. Yeah. Well, dude, that, so getting into that part, don't, I don't even want to get started on that one. I didn't, it didn't sell me. No. I wasn't, I wasn't excited. No. At all. I was just laughing because she was getting roasted. But that was their opportunity to fucking sell us and get us excited about WrestleMania. They flopped. The only, the, Rhea roasting her and Nia coming back and kicking her ass. Best part. Yeah, I was like, get her. Get him. Get him. Exactly. And maybe her calling Dom a, a kumquat. I mean, that was somewhat funny, but Dom didn't sell it. Dom, not- should, Dom should have looked at Rhea and been like, I don't... What did she call me? I don't even know what that mi- that is, or I don't even know what well, that he, means. Dominic's he yeah he's just, he needs a little bit of work too. With all the shit that they've been giving him, though, he should be there already. A fucker's wrestling every fucking episode. Yeah, they you know, and now he's going to he called out Gunther. That was dumb. I I technically he didn't even call out Gunther though. He just stood in the, like in front. Well, of him. yeah, because yeah, he just said. said all he said was when Dirty Dom and the Judgment Day say he's gonna they're gonna take something, they're gonna take it. Yeah, all he said he goes when the Judgment Day say that they're gonna take something, they're gonna take it. So who's who's going after Gunther? It's probably gonna be Damien, dude. It Which needs, I'm okay with. It needs to be Damien. I would well, I'd rather fucking Damien cash that fucking stupid briefcase already and cash it in on the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Because we've said it multiple times. Damien does not need to be sniffing around the fucking... The big dogs yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see him cashing in on Cody or if he were to win. But, like, it wouldn't make sense. And, like, I don't see him going chasing Mr. Prime. And, yeah, it only makes sense now for Gunther. I would rather him go after 
Logan or Gunther. Yeah. As a mid-card thing, yeah. Because, I mean, like, it, it honestly makes sense. And obviously, he's had the briefcase for too long. Whatever opportunity they had, it's like, at this point, he could have cashed it in on Seth, but it's already too late. And Well, in his defense, he's tried. <laughs> Well, that is true. He has tried, but he's tried. He has tried. He has tried. He has. He has. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, yes. So the the shittiest thing about the money in the bank is. Money in the Bank has been fucked up since COVID. Since they fucking gave the title to Otis. Now, all of a sudden, it's like the fucking Madden curse. It's not It's not great anymore. It's not an exciting thing. Yeah, because he didn't even, like, properly win it either. He's, just, he's like, oh, hey, look, I got a briefcase. Yeah. And then he didn't even, like, use it to cash it in. He yeah, lost it. Yeah, the Miz it. stole it from him. Or the Miz wrestled him for it, yeah. then got it, and then cashed it in, and fucking got the title for, like, what, a month? I thought it was for like a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it was like a couple, a couple days. Couple of days. <laughs> yeah, Monday to Friday. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's just you know that's the thing, and for him to be carrying that around, like I don't know, it's just it's old. They need to move on to that, or send him down to NXT, cash in over there. I'd be okay with that. Because Dom had a had a title from there, right? The North American, the title? North American title. I can't even remember who's running around with the North American title right now. Well, it wasn't that Carmelo guy? No. No, Carmelo doesn't have any more. Carmelo's a buster. <laughs> um, not Omos. Is it Omos? The big... No. Yeah. Omos is a big dude, but he's not carrying around a title. No, it's, it's his name is something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oba Finney. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know NXT. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's good, Flo. It's it's good. You would enjoy it, dude, because it's, it's, it's like... Uh, it's kind of like Impact, dude. Small venue, and you've got you got a lot of different characters in there. It's not just all like all the legit names and shit like that. Like you, you root for the ones that are that are in developmental. Well, I mean, I was watching it for a little bit. Of course, I'm a huge uh, Index fan, and yeah. when they came up, I was like, "Well, there's no need for me to stay here, dude." That that time was. NXT fucking gold, dude. It was beautiful. Yeah, because you, I mean, you had Adam Cole running around with um, the Undisputed Era. You had, there was all these small factions, but I mean, we had great wrestling. There was, I mean, we had Velveteen Dream. There was. uh, I totally forgot about that guy. Dexter Loomis. There was Aleister Black. I missed that guy. I mean, Andrade was even big in there at that time. It was just a fucking yeah, like phenomenal a time for NXT. Golden lineup, and then now it's like they're trying, but it's like you it's, don't have the magic. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the, the same. same. It's not. It's all about Roxanne. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Mike. <laughs> you just made the list. You made the, la- the list twice today. <laughs> More than me. Wait, how much did I make that list? And Cody got to finish his story. <laughs> she has to finish her story. <laughs> Jesus. She's over there slapping everybody. Little fucking angry chihuahua, dude, that you just want to shake off your leg. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing little TVs down and slapping everybody. All right, so before we jump into NXT, because we're going to have to move it along, guys, we still got a lot more to fucking cover, but um, 
Drew is on fire. That's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Talking about raising the level and just being a fucking heel. Uh, Drew just, dude, he does not give two fucks. And he will literally tell everybody what's uh, what's on his mind exactly. He's come a long way from playing air guitar, right? Yep. I, dude, I fucking, I love Drew right now. This is the Drew that I wanted from NXT. I always told Flo, I was like, dude, I love dark Drew. Where part of the hair was hanging over his face. He was wearing this big leather duster. And now we're slowly getting bits and pieces of him back. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see what goes on. I'm I'm feeling it. I like it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he's 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 keeping raw entertaining. He is. He is. So here's another thing. So NXT. Um obviously Mike was already excited about Roxanne, so <laughs> we knew Roxanne fucking beat our Albuquerque girl. Um there wasn't a lot of takes, like, takeaways that I had from NXT. I'll be honest, dude. This Joe Gacy and fucking um, Dijah fucking storyline is getting pretty interesting. It's actually really interesting. I, like, he just... Where was he keeping them at? Like, <laughs> I, don't know. I have a whole lot of questions. So, Dijak is supposed to be, I guess, like, the Punisher... I, I, I take that. Yeah, like that's the impression that I yeah, get, right? right? Yeah, the old school so, Punisher. Joe Gacy's writing some... I, I, Joe Gacy's doing some fucking great shit because, I mean, he's fucking Looney Tunes, dude. He literally is. We'll see where that goes with that. It's great story writing right now. It's going to be fun to see what happens. Um, I feel bad for Ava. Yeah. I, that's another thing that I got. This is another one that I just don't even want to get into. But so... We have Carmelo and Ilya Dragunov facing off because they're going to get ready to go against each other for the title. Here's where I was very excited because this title, I was not... This match did not excite me at all. Um, not at all. What I loved is that they brought the Don in. And he snapped his fingers. And he snapped his fingers. Um, That was actually pretty good, and it mixes it up and I would actually now so now I'm excited to see him and Carmelo go at it but I would actually like to see him beat Carmelo and then we get him versus Ilya if they put the if they put the strap on the Don I would totally be okay with that have to take a trip down to Florida and see that my question in the whole thing is Ilya said whoop where's trick Whoop! Oh, whoop! But he said, "Whoop that, that mellow, mellow!" Instead Wait, of "Whoop that, that trick. trick." Where's trick? Like what? Like you can't just drop that. We'll probably see trick. We'll probably see trick next week because trick has to finish his story. Cody got to finish his story. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, so that whole rivalry, like, like, because we were sitting there, is Mella going? Is he going to the main roster? He was, he was being on SmackDown. We were trying to figure out like who, who was jumping Trick. All that just we, fe- we found out, and then, then what? Yeah, then what? It's so obviously we know that Trick was, or 
they presented it like he was injured, right? Right. So obviously he's taking some time off. But like I said, he'll probably be back because he Trick is probably going to be the one that costs Melo the match against the Don. Think about it. We've got a lot of revenge shit going on in WWE right now. So what better way? Right? Right. So Carmelo's this close to going back at getting the NXT title. Well, he's got a match coming up. What better way to fuck him over? So it's almost like some writing's repeating itself. But, I mean, you know, it could be what happens. Or Carmelo fucking wins, and then he goes against Ilya. They put the strap on him there. And then what happens? Trick's music hits. And then now we got the challenge between Carmelo and Trick Williams. And then this will probably be the opportunity where Carmelo puts Trick over. Trick's carrying the NXT title and then off to, off to the main roster. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell, man. Um, the females, the, the female thing that's going on, it's all right. It's, I, I don't know. I think with them losing Tiffany Stratton, I think it's going to be the girls that are on the ro- NXT roster right now, they're going to have to step it up. Because it's a little dry. Yeah, it's a little dry. Nobody's nobody's really sticking out. Um, we got one surprise. Sean Spears back. And I'm a fan of his wife. Will the Iconics return? I hope so. I miss them so much. I love them. They're iconic. <laughs> That's my tag team right there. Yeah, you gotta have whoever. They're mine, See, especially Billy Kay. Talking about female uh, tag teams, I need to come back. Those are ones that we definitely need back. They should have never left. They should have never left. It wasn't the same. I'm with you, dude. But you know, they went off on their own way and making babies, and hopefully, I don't know, maybe Royal Rumble next year. Please, maybe please. We'll, maybe we'll see it there. You see him light up. Oh, dude! <laughs> I knew Flo was gonna be excited for that one. I was like Blink One Eighty Two. I miss you. So it's it's a uh, it's interesting though that they kept his AEW name. Oh, the the chairman. Yeah, and then he showed up with a chair. But yeah. here's the thing though: is remember how we were talking in the last episode? We were getting all these cryptic messages. Those messages appeared when Sean Spears showed up. So he's the he was the one. Maybe. Or it's a part of the Wyatt Six, and that's the first one that they're introducing to us. So we'll have to see if, if more messages appear. Then they'll tell us. Exactly. It's not over. It's not over. So we'll see what happens there. So Flo, there's been there's some there's been some cryptic messages that have been showing up on NXT. It's very Bray Wyatt like. Oh, okay. So Uncle Howdy is still around. Everybody's thinking that Uncle Howdy is the one that's fucking putting these messages out there. But when right before Sean Spears showed up, because it was Dijak in the ring, or no, no not no, Dijak, it was um, he kicked he kicked the. The women out, the champion and her. Yeah, it's what's, it's what's his name from the Brawling Brutes. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was the one that was in there. The He was complaining the show, about something. Yeah, the show goes dark. They show the cryptic messages, and then all of a sudden, Sean Spears is in there with a cheer, hits him, and 
that's where we go from there. But like I said, he could be the first part of the the Wyatt Six, or maybe we might get to see Uncle Howdy. I don't know. We're it, time will tell. But this is something that's very fun, very entertaining. Something that you know that. We'll want to make you pay attention to NXT. Now I got to watch NXT. Now. Yes, yeah. you got to watch it. So it's yeah. it's yeah. it's pretty good. So Mike, I'm going to give the floor to you. This is something that you brought up. I thought it was a great topic. So I asked you. I sent you a text message. I said, "What do you think with all the talent going on in the women's and there's only two titles? Shouldn't there be a mid card, like an intercontinental championship for the women's?" So they're not all just chasing two titles. And I asked you, what do you think? I would absolutely love for the women to have an icy title. I agree. I think that would be a phenomenal idea. Because to me, it just seems like they're chasing two, basically. Or one, really. It's really one. It's Rhea. They're just chasing Rhea. And well, EO's title is dope too because they never really separated like a universal and you know women's championship title either. You know what I mean? Because when they split them up, I mean, when they when they first split them up, who was rocking them? It was Becky and Charlotte, right? Yeah. I mean, and basically all they called them was the SmackDown title and, and then the, the Raw, Raw title. title. Yeah. But everybody's right now is focused on the Raw title with Rhea. Rightfully so. Not- Which is the opposite because everybody should be focused on Eos. Because if you look at the two titles, Rhea's title matches Seth's title. They're made the same way. Right. In the design. And then Eos' title looks exactly like Roman's. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's interesting that, that, you, that you point that out. They're focused on that one. And... There's just so much talent falling to the wayside. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. There's, I mean, because the only other titles that they have to look forward to is the fucking women's tag team titles. Right. Which gets dumped every fucking week. And there's only one? There's only one. Well, like yeah. two sets. One for that and then the other for oh, no. NXT. No. They only have one they set, They only have dude. one set. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. yeah. The Kabuki Warriors have it right now. Wait, did they combine the titles together? No, it's a tag, the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Yeah, it's only one set. Yeah. There's no Yeah, there's only one set. Or SmackDown. Oh. Well, I don't know why that There's the that. NXT women's tag team titles, but they haven't even brought those back since fucking stupid-ass Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler won them. I'm glad she's gone. They, like, dumped them off. And so, we only got one. Well, we actually have, we actually have three titles, if you want to consider NXT women's as well. Yeah. So, there's only three titles... And there's so much talent, so many of them, and they're cha- they're literally just chasing one title. They're not even if they brought back the Divas title, that would be dope. That would be something for them to chase. Yeah, and I I need something else. I need I need more from them. If you if you're pushing them on on me, and, not, and that's a bad. And I'm not trying to be like chauvinistic or something, but you're you know you're bringing. Some of them, sometimes they steal the show. Sometimes they're they're better than the men. Yeah, and they can put on they put on a hell. The, in my opinion, I was more I I did like Tiffany 
she stole that show. What she was doing was freaking amazing. And they were, and she, she held her ground. They were coming after her one, after another, after another, after another. The moment she, they came out, they beelined right to her. Yeah. Every single time. And she held her own. And that match was great. And it's like, what do they do now? Okay, so Becky wants, she's going after Rhea. Um, Bailey's going after, what's her name? EO. EO. What do the rest have to do? Sit back and wait? There's so many other storylines, so many much, so much more they can do with them. And you, you're, you're pumping them out. You're, you're, you're pushing them up. They need more. Yeah. No, I agree. That's, um, that's, that's definitely a fair, uh, a fair discussion. Um, it doesn't even have to be an IC title. It just needs to be another title. Another title. That's what I was saying. Bring back the Divas title. Bring oh, back... Women's title. Like wi- yeah, women's title. You know, whatever they can think of, I'm sure they can become... They can be creative about it. Because the women's roster is getting that much bigger. It's huge. I mean, shit. Now we're getting... I mean, history has changed where we've had females main event... Pay per views. Women we just seen it. The women got their first Royal Rumble. The women got their first Money in the Bank. They're evolving. Elimination Chamber. We now just they, saw it. Now they just need the titles to go along with it. Yeah. And I just I think they could do better by them. Yeah. And they should do better by them. But they're gonna they're gonna have they're they're out there just doing. High fly moves more than the men. Giving they're giving up their bodies just the same way. They need more. They you know it shouldn't have to wait till somebody gets hurt or somebody leaves for personal reasons. Um, for example, pregnancy. That the title changes, or there's a a tournament for that championship. Yeah, we need they 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 need to chase something. Yeah, they need to give them more. Yeah, and you know, the, you know, and what made me think? I I seen a I seen it on Instagram. Somebody posted that, so I, I presented it to you. And then, but thinking about thinking about it, like Gunther has held this Intercontinental title, you know, longer than Honky Tonk, right? But he's put put on great matches, and it's not just it it gives the mid-level stars, something to chase. Yeah. And there is, you're starting to see a separation in the women's now. And not all of them need to carry the strap or should carry the strap. Of that, you know, they need to start. Well, it gives those mid-level wrestlers that are wrestling for something, it gives them that push so that they can get into the A-level. You know right. what I mean? Because you got like your A level, your B level, your C level, all those B ones that are fighting right now to try and get to A. You put a title on them, well, then they're there. Right. Then you have title versus title, or you know they're just recognized a little bit more. A little bit more, because you right now you have you have the A list, which is really it's only Rhea, because they're they're not pumping out the other one like they are her. They're like they're not giving her the same love. Yeah. Well, they so. I mean, EO is a challenge because EO has to show all of her stuff through her wrestling. She's foreign. 
obviously she doesn't have the opportunity you know what i mean to, to the mic. cut promos and do shit like that so that's a challenge she has to do her shit all through her mannerisms her wrestling and stuff like that so that's where the opportunity where bailey comes in and bailey's like okay you know eo doesn't necessarily do well on the mic so here's my opportunity to shine her up even more and then get people excited about this title when when EO got the title, I was extremely excited because I'm a huge EO fan. Yeah, she's I awesome. Think, I mean, I think the chick is phenomenal. She's awesome. But you know, it's there's a, there's a challenge there. There's a language barrier. A language barrier, and so so she's not hyped up. Where you know hyped up, and yeah, because you got Rhea and Becky who are you know great on the mic. Battling it out, and the people are are eating it up. Eating it up. But you know Bailey's challenge with EO because of the language barrier that there's not a lot they can do. Have they came out since since she found out that they were talking about her? They were no, because well, because they're the, giving us the Dakota, the Dakota Kai and Bailey story now, right? And that's where they have to go with it, right? Because which it's not- sucks because it's pulling away from EO, right? And that's what I'm saying. So I'm not. So I don't like. Now we're worried about is is Becky gonna get betrayed, or Bailey gonna get betrayed or not? Like that's the story. And what about everybody else? Like what about everybody else? Yeah. Like, see, and EO was, and one of the things with EO is she's. One of the only Money in the Bank successes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she cashed in at the right time and she got the title. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we could be looking at... They could be looking at taking the title away from EO, putting it on Bailey, and then all of a sudden we've got a Bailey and Dakota Kai storyline. Because Dakota Kai has been cleared to, to wrestle again. So that could be developing, you know what I mean? And then when another wrestler decides to step up... And there it is. So should we have to, as a fan, should we have to wait to see somebody else step up? Or should there be something else that they're chasing as well? Well, they should. They should. Well, yeah, obviously, you know, for the chasing. But WWE should be looking at it like, okay, the women's division is big enough. We should introduce a new title. And then, you know, all of a sudden we've got a women's battle royal or a tournament or something to hype up that next wrestler so that they can challenge Bailey when she's got the strap wrapped around her. Cause I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure. I'd probably bet the house that Bailey's going to get the title. I'm pushing in all the cards. On that because one. it's like I said, it sucks for EO because it's just a language barrier. And, and really she's not a Bailey's the, was a likable one to go back. Like she was the likable one of damage control. Everybody likes her. And if you don't like her, you got issues. Oh, I'll be honest. I was just happy that Dakota and EO came back. <laughs> I wasn't so excited about Bailey. I'm a huge EO fan, so. <laughs> yeah. So that's why, because like I said, I was watching NXT and a lot of these girls that come up from NXT, fucking phenomenal. NXT is doing something right with the females, dude. When they bring Yeah, they up. are. I mean. They, they move them up at the right time. They move the right one, and it's at the right time. Yeah. They just don't move anybody up. But, I mean, it's more of, a, 
let's be honest, the, the female roster isn't as big as the males. So the males are challenged a lot more because, I mean, fuck, dude. When they brought up Ricochet, Ricochet was fucking through the roof, NXT fucking legit. He was he was a big name. And then when he came to the fucking to the to the big to the, the big show, big, he lost big, a lot of traction. Big fish in the big pond. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and is he he's still hurt, right? Or Ricochet? I don't know what's going on with him right now. So, dude, there's there's it's funny because the male roster is so big, but a lot of these male wrestlers they disappear for a moment, but then they cycle them back in. Just like how we saw Cedric Alexander and um, the other dude from... Um, Sean Benjamin? No. MVP? No. Um, he was he from... MVP. <laughs> oh, God. He was from that faction that I couldn't fucking stand. Top Dollar and... Oh, okay. All them were part of it. And the other guy... Uh, Shante, or, or what the fuck is his name? Adonis, the... I don't know. Some fucking name like that. I can't think of his name right now. But they showed them cutting a promo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So WWE is still keeping them out there. It's just a matter of when they decide to show them to us. To keep them relevant. The thing that sucks so much, though, is that it's kind of... It's widespread. There's so many of them. Yeah. And I just, I don't want, it just seems like the women are exploding and they're just not doing anything about it. Yeah. And sometimes they're, they're the show. Like Raquel Rodriguez would be a perfect example that they should put some type of title around her. Right. If it's not the heavyweight title or anything. I mean, fuck dude, even Chelsea Green. And Zelina Vega. Yeah, Zelina Vega would... Yeah, yeah that would be yeah, perfect. perfect. Because everybody was pissed because... So, her dad was one of the ones that passed away during 9-11. Well, when they were in Puerto Rico, everybody wanted Selena to beat Rhea and get the title. So that she could have that 9-11 mo- father moment. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So, people were fucking pissed. But they kind of, they couldn't... But if they would have had another title that Zelina could win, then they could put it on her. She would have had her cool. moment. Yeah, because you can't. Because Rhea, like her star right now is so bright. Yeah. It's so bright. And, you know, we talked about, like, who's the leader of the Judgment Day? Is it her? Is it Damien? It needs to be her. At the end of the day, it needs to be her. Yeah, it is. But she's separating herself from them. She yeah, did. because the fans are fucking cheering for her. They're not cheering, no, cheering they, for her as a heel. They're cheering for her as a baby, baby face. They love her. They they love her. Um, and, and and it's just what they have to do. I mean, clearly we're seeing that with the fucking Cody Crybabies. Because <laughs> now we have Rock Hill. And that wasn't even supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to happen. But I love it. Yeah. And her star is so bright. Like, it just, like you said, it, it should have been another title to give her that moment. Because you, you can't take it off of Rhea. You couldn't. Just for her to have that moment would kill, would dim another star's shine. Well, it would have, like, what they would have probably done, which would have been stupid, and that would have been a Vince McMahon thing, but they probably would have put the title on her that night, and then and she'd lose it on Raw the next day. Yeah, and nobody wants, yeah. we're, we're tired of that. Yeah. 
At least I, I know I am, and we talk to you are too. No, that's just bullshit. It's like, what's oh, the point? What's the point? Yeah. So they they need more. Yeah, they need more gold. Yeah, because it was. I mean, that rematch clause was always stupid to me because it was literally like they're gonna do it on Raw the next day, and then you knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, that was bullshit. But great discussion, man. That was that was definitely a good talk uh, topic to bring up, Mike. No, that's always been like a thing that needs to happen. Like when I know I talked to you years ago about like why don't they have like a women's tag team and they finally did. I was like about time, but yep. no, the women need like more like titles. The closest thing they got was like a queen of the ring, and that wasn't that bad. But yeah. but it's like more titles. So like be like the men's obviously they have a lot and stuff. And I mean, there's no reason why not. They have two more. Like it could be like the. U.S. and Intercontinental with that, or even yeah, more. Even in NXT, the men's fucking have more titles. You got the NXT title, the North, uh, the North American title. The tag team titles. There's the tag team titles. Um, yeah. What was that fucking trophy that Noam Dar was carrying around? They the North, just they just did it last night. That, yeah, yeah the Stan, it's like a Stanley Cup yeah. fucking trophy or something. I don't know. They've been doing nothing but trophies lately. It's yeah. Like, they don't even like, it's like it's just like that one-day event thing. But yep. No, I'm I'm all for the title, so please listen. We need more women's titles. We do, we do. Put one on Zelina and live. <laughs> Ed, th- those those would be all things to push them up, man. Um, the uh, the WWE world was hit. We lost a great one. Uh, Virgil passed at the age of sixty one, I believe it was. Um, that was the um. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase's right-hand man, servant, whatever. Um, for a little bit. Yeah, for a little while until he decided to turn on him. But, um, yeah, so that definitely sucks. You know what I mean? I actually got to see Virgil in person at WrestleCon. So that was really cool. Um, great dude. He little bit different. But, I mean, like I said, you know, to be... A WWE wrestler and all that, you, you you've got to have that in you. So definitely, you know, sorry, you know, we're sad to hear that. And then, um, Ole Anderson also passed away. He's a old school, old school wrestler, probably one of the first original Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen, yeah. So that that happened. So you know, our our condolences go out there to the Anderson family and uh, Virgil's family. Uh, John Cena has an OnlyFans account, guys, and he is very, <laughs> I mean, he's, he is very active on there right now, Flo. I'll, 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 i pass. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, how do we know that he's actually in the pictures? So you're going to have to join and find that out You're going to go look. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to take one for the team. Just because he's Peacemaker, okay? Back off. Yeah, that's combat. your boy. Oh, hell yeah. What if it's just blank photos, though? Well, they better be free because I ain't paying for that shit. Or I'll look up leaks. But, I mean, no. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) We'll see what's going on with that one, guys. We'll uh, we'll do some more research. I'm not a Cena fan anyway, so. I love John Cena. I could see you. Tell me me to never give up. Oh, gross. God, I hate Cena so bad. I can't stand Cena. Like but that's generational. I'm, that's Flo's generation right so there. John Cena rocks. <laughs> Doyle rules. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I was going to go into a topic, and I wanted to discuss Ra- Mount Rushmore, but I think that's going to take us into a longer discussion. 
So what I would like to do, Flo, is for the next Jerking the Curtain, um, I'd like to invite you back because I think this would be a great thing to hear everybody's Mount Rushmore because I figured this would be like a generational type deal. Um, and I would love to hear your side of what your Mount Rushmore would be because you you grew up in a WWE era where I wasn't watching so much. I had an eye on it, but there's definitely a set of wrestlers that you have in mind oh, as yeah. opposed to what I have in mind as opposed to what Mike has in mind. Yeah, totally different. You'd be like, what, those guys, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> I was like, TNA 2, back off. So I think what we do, maybe we might try and knock out like a weekend episode because then we can cover SmackDown and then we can cover the NXT PLE that's coming up. So... We can see what happens there, uh, but we'll bring that one. We'll bring that topic back into the next in the, into the next episode, guys. Episode eleven. Um, but one thing that I did want to announce because we are getting to that time and we run out of time when we talk about what we love. But we have an MWF announcement. That's Michael Wrestling Federation. Um, guys, we are in talks with Andrew the Giant. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes, yes. And he's excited as well. He is very excited. So just to show proof here, guys, I am going to bring up the messages between me and Mr. Andrew the Giant. So reached out to him. He responded, hell yeah, I would love to be on your podcast and talk about getting into the ring eventually and how I got into it all and what I was doing before. So I cussed a little bit and he told me, dude, all fine. Say what the fuck you want. And hell yeah. So He's going to reach out to us. He sent uh, The last message that we received to him is, I will figure out what day will be best and for sure be getting back to you. So we've got Andrew the Giant. Hopefully this will funnel in and open up other opportunities for us. But the moment that we get him locked down, guys, and I have a date, I will be sure to update you guys and let you know. So that is going to be a lot of fun, man, because we love this show. Flo, real quick, before we close it up, give me your impression and let me know how you felt about um, Big Little Brawlers. What did what did you think of it? Honestly, like when I heard you guys talking about it and like getting into it, I was like, hmm, this is kind of intriguing. And I was like, I'm going to give it a watch. And honestly, I watched it and it's just everyone's likable. And I just like fell in love with the show like right there and – I was watching. I was like, "Oh boy, I can't wait till the next episode." And they're getting ready for their like main event and stuff, and all the stuff going on back and forth with everybody. And I just got hooked on it. I just loved it till the end. Very so cool. I'm just glad I was that you guys brought it up, so I was able to watch it. And I hope there's a second season. Hell yeah, me too, yeah. dude. Because they left us on a hanger. I know. Um, but yeah, so let me ask you this: um, who who are you cheering for, and who drove you insane? To be honest, I didn't play favorites at a moment. I was just going for all of them because all, all all of them were awesome. But the one I was going for most was uh, Ivar. Okay. Because I was like, you can do it because that's your dream, man. Live it. 
And then with... Um, he was very Napoleon Dynamite-like for you. Yeah, come on, Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I love them all, but, like, with... Um, I'm not trying to put any spoilers. You can't help be a fan, dude. Yeah. You can't help be a fan. You're you're a fan of who you like. Who yeah. who are you excited about? I was more excited about Ivar, but with, with, with when I was watching it, I was a little show, but stuff happened. I was like, no, I was more excited for the Ivar just to see if he could do it. That's what my number one is. So it's okay. Ivar. That's my that's my boy right there. Right on. And who was the one that you were just like, oh god, get him off the show? Um, <laughs> Pinky. Okay. She's she's definitely tough. She adds she adds drama to the show. Trust me, I was the same way, dude. I was right on the on the same wavelength that you were thinking. I'm just like, God, how does my boy Psycho? I know. Do this. Like, That's probably where he got his name from. <laughs> and uh to uh to little show, um got a bone to pick with you, dude, because the Funkaholics podcast is not happy with you, my friend, and Nope. We're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Deception. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he responded back to us, but you know, whatever. So <laughs> I was like, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but guys, that is all we have for you today. I want to thank you guys for um, the positive feedback. A lot of you guys have been enjoying uh, jerking the curtain with the Funkaholics podcast, and we are gonna keep these. We're going to keep these coming out. I mean, the more that WWE keeps coming, we're going to be doing banger after banger after banger after banger. <laughs> and and uh, Cody got to finish his story. <laughs> we are going to be following along to make sure that Mr. Cody Rhodes does finish his story. <laughs> <laughs>